Hi, and welcome to what we are calling BBC After the Show. My name is Buck Buchanan, and I am the editor of the BBC podcast. And what nobody knows, uh, if you've been tuning in, is that oftentimes when we're done recording an episode, the conversation keeps going. And sometimes it's silly. Sometimes we're just kind of mulling over something that just was a bizarre part of a story. But oftentimes it it goes into uh, conversations and questions that we have and, and just really great discussion. And so this time we decided that we wanted to actually record it. And this is the natural conversation that happened after episode 14 of Exodus. We hope you enjoy it. We hope that you can get something out of this conversation. Uh, But just to let you in on where we're at, we started talking about Moses going up and down, up and down the mountain uh, when he was talking with God. And it just was a funny idea in in our minds. And so we were just kind of running with that. But uh, it goes into some more conversations. So enjoy. so high up, you know. This is God where, this lifted is where gravity we should be recording the conversation after. Like, you passed the mist and all of a sudden you were like rejuvenated and like had energy. He was probably so happy when Aaron could come with him. Like, yeah. Man, it's getting really bored climbing this by myself. <laughs> I, I don't care about the darn view anymore. I, I can't see buddy. anything because of the cloud. I need a climbing buddy. I need a climbing well, buddy. So... Well, if we thought he was fatigued just holding his arms up, where's the fatigue in climbing? <laughs> Seriously, though. Yeah. yeah, that's true. If he couldn't hold his darn arms up, how's he climbing up and down this mountain? I'm saying there must have been a point when you passed the cloud, you God know, or you got, like, you, you know, got hit the, the gravity button. Yeah, yeah but normally, yes. but normally, up, Scotty. and you go skiing a lot, Susan, isn't it? Where when you go week. up the mountain because of the oxygen yes. change, don't yes. you have issues? Yes. You do. And he didn't have any of that. Yeah. That God will sustain that, you if that you he let put him. In the Bible. Not that he put And in the how Bible. long did it take? Because we don't know which mountain he was climbing. We don't know how long it took him to climb up the Dar Mountain. But the one time he finally complains, you told them not to. I don't have to go down and tell him yeah. again. I'm not going down there. You said don't come. Where's the darn telephone that I can Sheesh. just text them? What don't the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> when you text with your kids, don't forget. Lock the door. So I was, I was thinking about this too when you were going through it was the idea like the the whole idea that I've heard before where like you look at these different characters in the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, and you see the correlation of how Jesus is the better. Yes, the better. Moses. Um, Jesus solution. is the better. The 2.0. Yeah. Jesus is the better Adam. <laughs> right. Because it's all these things that like all these characters did for the people, but Jesus completes it right. even better. So like even in like even if you nitpick the story down, like you see Moses taking taking God's people to the throne, basically. God coming down, he's inhabiting this mountain, the presence of the Lord. Jesus is is what brought us to the presence of the Lord, you know? And so in the same way, he's using Moses in this way as almost like, like, hey, you know, look at this, look at this relationship, look at how we're doing this, because this is what I'm going to set up in the future. Yeah, but it's like Jesus we got, is going to perfect it. We got the magic carpet. We got right. the Holy Spirit right. to just we, whisk us. Yeah. <laughs> and I also find it so fascinating that like I feel I felt like God coming down to the mountain was almost it was God making a sacrifice to be closer yeah. to the people yeah yeah because he didn't have to do that no he didn't have to do it and the other thing is is like it's it more shows like the drastic contrast between who God is and who we are and it's like when you hold light up to something you see how even more different it is mm-hmm. than what you're thinking in your mind yeah but even it's still- a very vague thought but like 
but but it's it's the whole idea of like you know he's setting up parameters mm -hmm. and guidelines like even in this last episode that I edited which was 12 I think um you, you were talking about like the parental relationship mm -hmm. and how God is like guiding the yeah. people of Israel almost like you're going from infant stage to right. toddler stage right. and his desires and mature faith and so in the same way like <laughs> he's setting up you know the 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 baby gates you know well, of like you can't come in here yet yes you're because we're not reconciled to God at this right. point there right. it, the, and that and that was the problem that's why he had to set up the sacrificing there was this constantly us having to reconcile to God so he came down and it it was I I think that a scary experience because there was not we have this intercessor we have this high priest Jesus so God mm -hmm. sees us through Jesus it, there is no trembling and fear right we see God as Jesus sees him and they have a right relationship so right. when we approach the throne there will not be that kind of trembling and thunder and lightning it will be beautiful light it will be <gasps> suck your the air out of you holy gorgeous because um, the intercessor because we are reconciled and God is yes. perfect yes Moses so wasn't their so there was still right. this like tension right. yes God of, came down but yeah. they couldn't approach him because they were not clean which yeah. is were not exactly what you said that Jesus is the better Moses and right. the better David and right. the better else. Right. but he right. was the better version all, so that we all don't Moses have to could do that. was run up and down the mountain for them yeah. <laughs> out of breath free soul <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Poor Moses. He really had a tough job. There's something else I was thinking of, but that was the biggest one in my head was, oh, and the, the idea, what I've heard before on how to like practically treat the 10 commandments was in the same way that like, in the same way that like, uh, like the, the drastic contrast you see between who God is and who we are and like what happened, like he even makes the mountain shake and all like, it just, it's so un, unnatural for that to be a relationship, but, but it is. And so like in the same way you look at the 10 commandments and to me, I think as a, as a person, if I was there, I'd be looking at this crazy scene, freaked out, yeah, frightening really scared. and noticing that like this thing is telling me what the rules are. And I'm hearing these rules and I'm like, I, I, I can't do these, like not perfectly. Like I'm not going to be able to, like the, the amount of pressure that I would feel from that, the fact that like, I can't even do the first one, let alone the second, third, fourth, fifth at the, at the degree that he's wanting it to be because he's so holy mm -hmm. and he's setting a standard that's so holy. That's why they said, Moses, you go talk to him. Yeah, I know. Like, Moses, <laughs> I like, don't want to feel that anymore. Yeah. Obviously y'all got a thing going. So you go yeah. talk to him for us. I'm I'm just going to follow you, Moses. Here. I'm just going to follow you. Well, God wanted shaking. him to. The God yes. said that yeah. I'm doing this so that he, they will yeah. listen to you. Right. They'll trust you. And I you. think it was Martin Luther. Um, that's the theologian that said, I got to look it up though, but I think it was him that, that made the, the point of when he looks at the 10 commandments, he sees the first commandment and, and the way he views the 10 commandments is you look at the first commandment and realize that you, you need help to even do, you mm -hmm. can't even do yeah. the first one well. And you, and so like it's, looking at the first commandment and realizing that the second through 10th commandments are all just like the outbursts of what that first commandment is. Right. Because if you do that first commandment, you're not going to have to worry about any of this. No, exactly. And that's, and that they made analogies point. to that of like, if you, 
<clears throat> if you truly believe in right. Christ, you don't need the rest because you just want to please him. Right. You're just going to, everything else falls gonna come in. So natural. You're not even going right. to think about it. Right. Like committing adultery is not even going to be in your mind because right. you're getting the first commandment done. If you're focusing on God every day. Yeah. Honoring except, your father and mother. Except that takes out, that takes nature. out this guy, the enemy. <laughs> right. Who pursues us as we pursue God. Right. So it's almost like holding up a mirror to us and saying, um, but it's not our reflection. It's Jesus reflection back. <laughs> we hope you enjoy listening to this conversation. This is an organic conversation that happens every week after we record one of these episodes for you. And if you want to have the same kind of conversation in real life with your friends for your Bible book club, then share the Bible book club with other people and then do the same thing that we do.